ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Herring. That's small. Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome. Uh, I'm taking the chance of not back up recording this one, so you know someone might want to put their phone on. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. It's called uh, Richard Herring's Edinburgh Fringe Podcast. Is that right? Or as all the cool kids are calling it, a ref. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit better today. I did just spit right over the first three rows there, so I'm, you're all going to be fucked tomorrow. Uh, but uh, I've been a little bit ill, but I'm, I'm on the mend, I think. Um, I'll read you a review. This is quite a nice review I've got on iTunes of the show. They're mostly good, but I, I, you know, I don't like reading out the good ones. Uh, <laughs> two stars by Waffley1999. I don't know if that means they're born in 1999, because if that's the case, then that's not, you know, they're only like 13, so it's fair enough. Uh, compared to Rahulastapa. Lots, not many cool kids in today. Uh, that's Rich Herring's Less Square Theatre Podcast. This is uninspiring. Richard Herring is ace as usual, of course. But, <laughs> but the mediocre guests really deaden the comedy. <laughs> A comedian interviewing another comedian is brilliant. Richard Herring interviewing people who, one, I haven't heard of, and two, lack personality, just lack something. <laughs> Disappointed. Uh, so quite like that uh, <laughs> it's just like they have to be people that that person's heard of. I'll have to give them a ring before these, uh, have you heard of this person and most of the people I've been interviewing have been comedians so it's kind of it's good that Michael Legg's going to fucking really piss them off when he comes <laughs> they're going to be very upset about today's guest uh, and my news is oh I've been in the news because um, I've been in the news that's the only news I'm interested in because uh, my it's been revealed that my, uh, my I'm writing a pilot for the BBC called Rara Rasputin. It's about the, uh, the life of Rasputin, um, uh, but it's sort of a satire of modern day as well. It's very clever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the reason I... Uh, like, it's going to lay in a Murdoch and stuff. Oh, yeah. Let's show him. He's got away with it too long. Uh, so, um, but the reason I mention it is because this was actually a show I wrote in 1993 that I did in Edinburgh 19 years ago. So I just wanted to say to all the young performers out there, you maybe aren't getting reviews, people not coming to their shows, you just have to wait 19 years and uh, maybe people will recognise your show is all right. You get a pilot that won't be made into a series. <laughs> That's, that's my guess. That's what I'm going for. Uh, so, uh, and then we might just get straight on with it. It's, you seem like a nice crowd. And some f- familiar faces. My son-in-law and daughter-in-law. I can't remember. Uh, and some strange men. A man, got a man, man with a hat. Who's, is that your hat? That's your hat. Is that your hat? No, your one. hat. Why have you put it so far away from you over there? <laughs> you made it look like it's his hat. I thought he's the kind of bloke who'd wear a hat like that. This guy thought he'd never wear a hat like that. You, yeah. Uh, so, you could be on a, like a sa- sausage advert in a band... Uh, of doing playing the double bass. We got there's an Irish there's an Irish theme. To, do you like that advert, Michael? The one coming home for the summer. You seen that? That's an Irish accent, by the way. It, uh, it doubles up with my Scottish one. So anyway, we'll get on with it. Nice to see you, lads. Um, uh, will you please welcome my guest today? He has promised to bum me all the way through the podcast on Twitter. He's made that promise. I hope he can live up to it. Uh, I have a very tight anus, but luckily he has a very small penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mouse. Will you please welcome the incredible Michael Legg from Bollings and Nering. It's from the Bollings and Nering podcast. Yeah. How's the old Bollings and Nering podcast we, going? We, in every way, Bollings and Nering has <laughs> ripped you off once again because we've fallen out. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why he's not speaking to me. Oh, he's not no. speaking to me. That's terrible. I like him. I like he's him. Nice. I like him. Yeah, a lot. so do I. But I don't, I don't know. know. He's I don't know. I 
know. Why don't I do? Which one were you? you your, your must be generic. <coughs> yeah. Well, I, d- I didn't do anything and I was lazy. Yeah. So it was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, maybe you should do with Andrew Collins because you like still like him. Yeah, of course I do. And I still like James, so we could do. Oh, right, we, could do we could do. I, d- I definitely think that is. Bollings and Herring and Collins and Nerin. It's a very in joke for people who listened to podcasts about five years ago. We'll we'll move on. So um, what was what was that advert you were talking about? There's a sausage advert where there's loads of blokes coming. I'm coming home for the summer. What, it's I'm, like a really sort. They're like they're in, a, they're in a band and they come back and then he eats some sausages with his mum. You know what I'm talking about, kids? No. Yeah. But is it like? Just going, oh, look how stupid the Irish are. Yeah, more or less. It no, no, it's trying to say, look at these cool young men coming back, all like oh, right. wearing hats like that, but he's hidden it now because he's ashamed. <laughs> look, they're like wearing hats like that and going wherever they're sitting on their suitcases that they're old. If you notice in Edinburgh, if anyone's walking around with a suitcase, they'll be carrying it on their shoulder and it'll be from the 1950s. No one, <laughs> no one there. Yeah. There'll be like, young women walking around with these cool suitcases yeah. that I suspect have nothing in them. Yeah, oh. <laughs> they're yeah. just walking around going, oh, yeah, look at me with my 1950s. We want to just get like a modern day suitcase to put your stuff in. You have to get an old one. Well, people are awkward. They are awful. idiots. They are the, idiots. There used it. to be an advert on uh, Northern Irish TV years ago. Like I think it was about 1973, and it's honestly the most racist thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. It was horrible. I can't believe that it was on TV. It was caught, uh, anyone from Northern Ireland here? Yeah. Right. Do you remember the Banger Made ice cream advert from 1970, early 1970s? No, too young. Too young. What? Do you know? What? The worst thing is I've looked for it on YouTube. I can't find. I can't find it anywhere. It's like. Banger made the ice cream just destroyed all copies of this advert because it was so offensive. There was like, all the ice lollies that they used to make had uh, like a cartoon character on it, uh, like uh, the Quencher um, uh, ice lolly had a picture of a penguin, uh, the Joker ice lolly had a picture of a jester, and anyway, in the advert, all these drawings came to life in the advert. Wow, look at them all come to life. And look, oh, there's the penguin walking around being a penguin. It's brilliant. Uh, and then right at the end of the ad- advert, when all the characters have actually said hello, this monkey swings across the screen <laughs> on a vine and goes, don't forget to chuck ice. It's the most awful thing that ever, ever existed. And if anyone can find that advert, please, I want to see it again. Perfect. It's, it's perfect for this. What I like doing, I'm trying to do on this podcast, right. is to talk about things from the 1970s and 80s that right. no one remembers. Yeah. So that is perfect. That's perfect. You and me can start kind yeah, of an yeah, anti-Peter Kane yeah, yeah, yeah. 70s yeah. nostalgia. I've just yeah. realised someone's given us, me a T-shirt. I didn't realise, I thought this was a gift that, for the prizes. Uh, some, it looks a bit small for me, I think. Uh, but it's, uh, oh no, maybe it's not. It's the King of Edinburgh... Uh, uh, Silver Jubilee. Silver Jubilee, six stars, the Metro. Oh, brilliant. Oh, thank you. Who gave me that? Was that you? Oh, That's nice. It's quite like a little girl would have done. I, was, I wasn't really... I was expecting like a 13-year-old girl to yeah. hey, you are, Mr. Herring. Yeah. Maybe eight-year-old girl. I love your podcast, Mr. Herring. t-shirt. Did you make that yourself or did you have to go into a shop specially? Oh, that's very nice of you. <laughs> it's nice or spangly. I think I, did you go to that shop that's just on is it on the bridge? Just off. Yeah. See, I went to that shop really. I think on my second day here, and because I, I decided, I, I looked around. There's no no one makes t-shirts with things that I like on them, and I went into that, and I have a t-shirt now that says Kenneth Branagh, <laughs> <laughs> written written in tartan sort of lettering. <laughs> 
And the great thing is, it's spelt wrong. <laughs> and that is exactly what I want. And you, you can't find those T-shirts. The thing I like, just impossible to find. Yeah. That's you have nice. to go and bloody make them yourself. Yeah. What shop's that? They sound good. Where is it? Um, it's Northbridge. Northbridge, North yeah, so yeah. yeah. Same place. Well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you and slightly scary. Well, I'll tell you it's what. Good. It's I'll good tell you what. Bloody, it's bloody expensive. Yeah. He Was likes it? you. Is it a lot? <laughs> I've got quite a lot of men who come to this podcast quite a lot that I think mm. one of them is probably going to kill. If I get murdered, if yeah. I get shot in the street, it's going to be quite hard to work out who did it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of suspects. Yeah, 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 I'm quite yeah. a good person to murder yeah. for that. Yeah, well, if there's a lot of glittery letters <laughs> near your corpse, <laughs> we know who to blame. <laughs> so, what, so your show's been doing very well this year. Like really, you, really. You I'm very successful. Happy. I'm famous. That yeah. guy on uh, uh, iTunes is going to be really happy that I'm on <laughs> yes. uh, Yeah, it's gone well. What's it about, the show? It's about embarrassment and about how I embarrass myself every single day of my fucking <laughs> shit life. Uh, have you done anything today yet that's embarrassing? Uh, not today. Oh, but do you know what? The, the other day, though, I did my show uh, completely without a hangover. It was the first day that I'd ever <laughs> done the show where I was completely clear-headed. And there's part of the show where I talk about the actor, Michael Legg, the actor Michael Legg from Angela's Ashes. And during that bit, when I had a clear head, during that bit, for the first time, I forgot his name. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking idiot. Oh, this is really horrible. It happened to me just a couple of days ago. And look, I, I, I made this fuck up myself. It was all my own fault, and I'm clearly a horrible person. But I'm in a cafe. You know the cafe? It's at Bridge. It's just right around the corner. Yeah. Or the square. Um, I, I'm, in, uh, uh, I'm in there, and I'm just having a cup of tea before I do my show and trying to relax. But there's a couple next to me being really romantic. Like They're just staring at one another and smiling. They're not even speaking just looking at one another. And at one point, the man uh, puts his fingers, right, his fingers, you know, like the yellow pages, walking fingers, puts them on the table, right, and then walks his hands <laughs> over to his girlfriend's hands oh. and holds them and then kisses her hand. Oh, right? Isn't that nice? So I went on Twitter and <laughs> I wrote, there's a really romantic couple sitting next to me and I wish one of them was dead. <laughs> <laughs> right? And the thing is, you can see what's going to happen. <laughs> Ten minutes later, they get up to leave. They finish their lunch, and the woman turns to me and goes, "We were coming to see you today, not now." <laughs> well, to be honest, they wouldn't have enjoyed your show if they didn't no, like that no, joke. No, so. no, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have. It's quite weird in Edinburgh. This happened a couple of times. I've just this morning. Um, I've been tweet. Someone's been tweeting me. Someone tweeted mm. me because I wrote an article about you like this. Was, I was a lot. I was here the other day and. Um, there was a really old man running for the bus. He was like 85, right. I would guess. It's hard to tell because he was Scottish. Yes. But he was 80, 80, somewhere between 25 and 85. <laughs> and it might have been a man. <laughs> Yeah. But he was very like smartly dressed old man, and he said the yeah. bus was coming, and he started running. He properly running for the bus, and I've never seen anything like it. Uh, and it was amazing. And the bus driver, just the bus was there. It was about about you know ten feet away. The bus yeah. driver's like pulling away, and the old man was going, "Oh, that's okay, I'm old. I'm so old. Stop! I need to get on the bus." Yeah. And um, <laughs> don't know why he was. It was very racist uh, Indian <laughs> impression. Man, he was doing an man. Indian impre- yeah. impression of an Indian. Yeah. I'm glad he, let, he didn't let him on. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> but the bus driver looked at him and, just looked, and then actually as he went past just turned and looked at this guy and sort of went and just carried on driving. Yeah. So I wrote this thing saying and then saying how Lothian buses, you know, 
<laughs> have this thing they have disabled access for old people and and for pregnant people and uh, but it's not much good if they don't stop to let you <laughs> up. but this guy this guy this guy was saying um you know oh, how could you say that about all all Lothian bus drivers and I said I made it pretty clear it was just the one one and he said well he then he quoted a bit and said what uh, this one couldn't he just this one time have put his foot on the brake and I said yeah again I think that's just the one bloke I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'd say it's a bit generally saying that bus drivers don't stop but that's kind of a gag then I was walking down to the podcast the bloke went hey Rich I went yeah he went I'm the guy who was just tweeting you about <laughs> about the Lothian buses <laughs> it's kind of really freaky when you can sort of sudden, that's <laughs> yeah, how it's happened yeah. to me twice someone wow. else someone else I've got a long protracted discussion about in my uh, in Talking Cock she said why isn't that why at the end I get a men shout, women shout, a gay men shout out, and then lesbians to shout out. And she said, "Why don't bisexual women get to shout out?" And I say, "Well, it's because they're included in women, and there's there's no, yeah, yeah, they have the yeah. or, or if you want to go for or both or you know, but it's not really relevant to the doesn't make any difference." To the thing. She said, "Oh, thanks." And then I was just walking along. She said, "Oh, hello, it's me. I was just tweeting you. Very <laughs> spooky that can happen in Edinburgh. So it is dangerous. It's more dangerous than Edinburgh. Oh, fuck yeah! And two, I've been in Capitol Hill around the corner twice, two days in a row. Mm. Two days, people have photographed me discreetly." You know, from like a weird angle, and then tweeted the photo to me. <laughs> <laughs> and as if I'd be happy about it, I've gone, that's really weird. Don't, if you're, you're going to take a photo of me, you're going to take a photo of me, ask, I probably yeah. would say yes. Yeah. And B, if you're going to do it surreptitiously, don't then tweet my name in it. So I was, oh, yeah, thanks, great. Oh, I'm delighted to know I was being spied on. I was drinking my coffee, but there we go. The- the best tweet I, I ever got, and this is mentioned in my show, the best tweet I ever got was, was uh, when I found out, you know Richard Dawkins? You know that guy? Yeah. Who made atheism? <laughs> I, uh, and when I found out he's married to Lala Ward, who plays <laughs> Romana in Doctor Who, who I love, I love her, I was so upset. Uh, I wrote to Richard Dawkins and said, You're fucking Romana. There is no God. <laughs> 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 And he wrote back with, <laughs> lol. <laughs> Pathetic. Pathetic talking, lol. Fuck off. Yeah, he's a one. He's a, I'll tell you some stuff about Richard Dawkins after the podcast. But um, uh, <laughs> then I'll tell you stuff about Hugh Grant. Oh, um, gave away who, I gave away who I was talking about yesterday, but no one will be able to put the two, no way. The two no, pe- the no pieces way. of the jigsaw together. So I'm asking all my guests this. I'll get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, you know, again, some people, I think they may have an answer to this because they've done it already. Right. Uh, and I, you may be one of those people. Uh, but if you had to have sex with an animal, if you had to, right. if you actually had to have one, the, yeah. the world well, would be Sometimes I do have to. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you, but you can choose any species or, or animal. It yeah. can be an individual animal if you like. It doesn't have to be a species. Oh, absolutely. It could be like Lassie or something. No, like. I, it would be... What? Was that worse? Something it's worse. <laughs> something it's worse I put a name to it. It was fine when it was just animals in general, but now I've chosen a specific one. That's disgusting. Your, your moral compass is askew. Askew! <laughs> Remind me in a minute to tell you what I think is, and it's horrible, but it is probably the funniest thing I've ever actually seen in my life. But to answer, answer the question. your question, uh, it would be my own dog. <laughs> I would fuck my own dog. No, listen, listen, listen. You know that. Hear him out. You know that. <laughs> she's honestly, she's beautiful. She's like the Audrey Hepburn of dogs. You know that old phrase. You know that old phrase. If if my dog was a woman, I'd fuck it. Right. Well, I just fucked my dog. She's beautiful. I wouldn't. I wouldn't and, care. She's and really have you, lovely. Have you fucked? Your no. Dog? Oh my god. Are you kidding me? If, no. She's got better taste than <laughs> ever sleep with me. And I'm I'm vegan, so I don't know if we are allowed to 
have sex with animals. Are we allowed to? You're not allowed to have oral sex with them. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Tell me your amusing story. See, that it, you it's horrible, to right? Can yes. we just get over ourselves? It's horrible. I know it was a long time ago. I mean, a long time ago. And I was with... I'm, fine, I'm not going to name who it is. But I mean, you won't know him, but... No, no. Someone I know. Hugh Grant. Someone I know <laughs> who is who was considerably older than I, right? Uh, well, he's about 15 years older than me, and, and, and I was probably about 20 when this happened. And he said, do you want to see the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life? And I went, OK. And we were in Dublin Zoo, and he went, right, well, I'll show it to you in about an hour. And I went, all right. And we <laughs> wandered around for ages around the zoo, and he went, you still up for seeing the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life? And I went, yeah. Well, he goes, all right, well, be about 20 minutes. And I went, OK. <laughs> and this one on, and he went, right. You're ready. Finally, you're ready to see the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. And we're outside the orangutan enclosure. And, you know, there's a massive gap, massive gulf, and um, a moat. And then there's the orangutan just sitting there, looking all sad, just with his legs crossed. And my... Oh, I almost said who it was. <laughs> my friend just goes, well, look at that orangutan. And I looked at it, and he went... <laughs> and gobbed right in the orangutan's face. <laughs> Fortunately, I still think it's the funniest thing. <laughs> Why did you have to wait an hour? Did he know he would be sitting there? He'd been sort of... Do- uh, <laughs> <did he laughs> oh, God. Why did he make you wait all that time? Was I, he building up the expectations? Building it up, building it up. <laughs> he's, he's a showman. <laughs> Very unpleasant. All right, well, I'll Really ask. awful. Yeah. Really, really awful. It's not as... Bu- that's why vegans are assholes. I didn't do it. <laughs> and he's not a vegan. What if the orangutans are vegan? You haven't thought about that. Can he eat the the snotty spit of a of a human being? I think orangutans probably are vegans. <laughs> yeah, well then they are. So you've broken. Imagine if someone spat in your face. Imagine I don't if, need to. Imagine if a Imagine if an orangutan spat all scobbing you, and you had yeah. to eat it. And then you'd have broken your vows. And you'd actually be expe- expelled from the nunnery. No, <laughs> the, the vegan, vegan nunnery. <laughs> no. Or the vegan nuttery. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck the right vegan, the vegan nut loafery. <laughs> I want to go now. I used to be vegetarian. Yeah, oh, then I, then I'm, I, d- I'm delighted to then hear I, that. Then I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I ate eggs and stuff though. Yeah. Anything that had squeezed out. Yeah. Michael and Egg beef. Michael Egg won't even eat honey. That's how crazy he is. That's, that's nuts, isn't it? Cra- Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like bee shit. It's just some bee oh, shit. Bee it shit. is. It's some shit. They go. Oh, I've just shit out some honey. Someone. Uh, someone once told me because di- you know what? Like, if you say you're vegan, some people. I'm not saying everyone. Some people actually find that a personal attack on them. <laughs> like it's got anything to do with them. And someone once said to me, oh, you're vegan, you're vegan. Yeah, well, you're not that ethical. Not that ethical, are you? Look, it's, look, you're wearing Converse shoes. I'm like, yeah, I've poured all the gravy out of them. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and they said, no, no, that's not ethical. Converse isn't ethical because you know what? They're made in sweatshops by little six-year-old children who die. And I went, yeah, but little children grow up to be carnivores. I stop that happening. <laughs> that's how vegan I am. <laughs> And you are quite a fan of Doctor Who, so I'll ask you my Doctor yeah. Who-based question as oh, well. brilliant. It's, uh, w- if you had to have sex with uh, 
I mean, you would do it with all of them. If, if you could have sex with any Doctor Who alien, but it has to be a non-humanoid alien. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so Doctor Who doesn't, who is an alien doesn't count, mm. and nor does Romana, who is an alien. Right. Nor does Lily Cole, because she's sort of like a human when she's that siren. What like about K9? K9's I fine. I pretend it was my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> Call me master again. <laughs> does K9 have any access p- points for that kind of... Does K9 have... I don't know enough about Doctor Who. I know the Dalek has like does a little K9 squidgy... Does K9 have an anus? No, well, yeah, that. But does he have anything inside him that would be soft? <laughs> like a, a Dalek does, doesn't he? Just so my love. You could, have sex, <laughs> you could have sex with a Dalek. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dalek's quite no, soft. Because they're in... So if you open yeah. up, crack them open like a nut. Yeah. You'd Undress like them, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Undress a Dalek. <laughs> um... I've not. I don't ask any of my guests this, but I think I did ask one person on the first. Have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? I thought that would wrong foot you. <laughs> I, I um, didn't even be expecting that. Well, I um, I listen. Years and years and years ago, I was going up with uh, this girl, and uh, and this is how we split up because we went to a house party. And uh, she, all her friends were there, and I was all very shy and young, and I didn't know these people. And uh, her friend said to this girl, I was going on, just went, Oh, yeah, and by the way, he's been playing up again, he's been really naughty. And my girlfriend went, Oh, she'll have a word with him, because, yeah, would you mind? And she went upstairs, left me alone downstairs, went upstairs. And because I was on my own and young and awkward, I decided to follow her. And when I got to the top of the hall, she was clearly in one of the rooms, and she was going, Don't be like that! Be nice. This isn't your house anymore. Other people live here. Now learn to respect them. And I went in, and there was no one in the room. <laughs> and I went, what? What time's got? Oh, their house is haunted. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye then. So you don't believe in ghosts? No, no, no. Not really. If I become a ghost, I'm going to haunt you. And that will show you. Good. I can haunt you. And I'm I gonna, can't wait and I'm for gonna, you to be a ghost. I'm going to be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be drinking honey as I'm doing it. Yeah. A big cup of honey. <laughs> if you had to eat any animal product, if you had to eat right. one animal product, which would you, out of all the things that you don't eat, right? But you had to eat them, to, and or oh, your dog would be buggered by me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which um, it would be like um, wolf cum. Because <laughs> like yeah. how many people do you know that have tasted wolf cum? <laughs> and you know what? You'd be disgusted, but quite impressed at the same time. <laughs> and especially if I went, yeah, I still see the wolf. <laughs> I still see the wolf sometimes. I think you say I'm a vegan apart from wolf cum. I eat, well, I eat wolf cum. I've just realised how disgusting that is because I've got an uncle called Wolf. <laughs> and, uh, and he might listen to this. I don't mean you, Uncle Wolf. I meant, I meant the animal. I drink this spunk of the animal. I didn't mean you. <laughs> so we've got that, that cleared up. Would you, would you collect it yourself? Or oh, would yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dangerous, though, isn't it? Wow. With a wolf. Well, you know, you don't get so... You know what? If anyone approaches you that you don't know, you get quite aggressive. But if they start wanking you off, you calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I think a wolf will be like that, too. <laughs> Um, so you maybe you, we should try this more with all wild animals. Maybe that's yeah. why people are getting attacked by bears. You know, give them a wank. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what happens. 
it was, I was, I was going to do someone else's joke, but I, I don't know them well enough to do their joke, so I won't do that, because that would just be stealing their joke and getting a laugh from me. Fuck them. Nah, fuck it. Uh, I, can't remember, I can't remember who it is either, so I can't credit them. Um, but um, you get annoyed by rudeness, as do I, a little yeah. bit. So is there, is, is there anything happened to you recently of someone being... I remember unpleasant? about a year ago, I was doing this podcast, and at the end of the podcast, the guy who was hosting it yeah. was a complete <laughs> cunt and forgot to thank me. <laughs> That is rude. Yeah, it's fucking rude. It was. His, I think it was his first one, though. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> like you say, R- Richard, rudeness is rudeness, and there was no call for it. Uh, no, well, I mean, I've been rude recently. I mean, yeah. I, that whole thing about te- tweeting about... That was rude. That was rude. That was yeah. really, really horrible. Oh, I'll tell you who's a fucking rude cunt. Um, Piff the Dragon. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I held the door open for that fucking prick the other day, and he didn't say thank you. <laughs> fucking magic little twat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd fuck his dog in front of him. Because <laughs> it's a tiny little dog and I'd, f- I'd fuck it and fuck it and fuck it in front of him. And then I'd turn him round so his arse is facing Piff the Dragon and I'd squeeze on my spunk. <laughs> and I'd do that to any of you if you don't thank me. <laughs> holding the door open. So watch it. Yes, I can see why you're annoyed about me not thanking you at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. What, has anyone been rude to you? Um, I've, been, I've, been, I've not been out much. I mean, I, not really, I don't think. Oh, I know. He was, uh, someone famous just, like, literally about half an hour ago. Yeah. Was slightly rude. Yes. I, I, I was in a cafe. I was sitting there at my, my table, and I just went up to the counter to pick up my bowl of soup, which was ready. And when I turned around, Steve Coogan was in my seat. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but you can't say anything because he's Steve fucking Coogan. <laughs> Andy was a ghost. Yeah. That was the terrifying thing. Yeah, that oh, made me drop my I'm the, go- I'm the ghost of Steve Coogan. You're not even dead yet. No, that's why it's even more scary. Ooh, drinking honey. Well, I wish you'd t- sent him round here because, A, I could have interviewed him instead of you. Yeah, yeah. That would have been better. But yeah. Imagine how delighted everyone would have been. Gonna, just Michael Legg isn't... He's here, but I don't want to talk yeah, to yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, but we got Steve Coogan. Imagine how excited he'd be. Or and you could have had a day off and he could have done <laughs> That's true. Talk, well, that, talk to me. That would have been fun. I would have enjoyed that. That wouldn't have been as good. Uh, <laughs> but I am trying to get Steve Coog. I'm trying to get Steve Coog to do the Leicester Square Theatre podcast where I get proper yeah, guests proper like the, 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 the yeah. waff, yeah. Waffly 1999. Not, not, even, not even the other Michael Legg. <laughs> no. You've got the real Michael like Legg. Proper real famous people. Yeah. Uh, so I've been trying to get in touch with him, but my e- the email bounces back. You know, it's been a while yeah. since I've spoken to him, so I don't right. know. I don't know if I, and I bet his mobile number isn't the same as it used to be because he's been through all that oh, yeah. stuff with New Zealand. I, I suspect he changed. As I t- texted him, but I didn't hear back. He might not be getting in touch with me or he might just change his number. Yeah, maybe. So I'm hoping to get Steve Coogan for uh, for the Less Square Theatre podcast. Well, thanks for letting me know. So uh, do come down from <laughs> do come down from Scott. I, when I'm in London, I get like proper guests because I have more respect for the people there. They're, <laughs> they're one third of the they're UK better, population down there. So fuck you up here. There's hardly any. If you come and see my fucking shows, maybe I'd get who's more who's decent the people. Who's the most on. famous person you've had up here? Up here, um, well, probably Mick Foley, who I'd never heard of. That doesn't make any fucking uh, sense. Well, he's, the, he's the most... <laughs> the most famous person is someone you've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, he's the most fo- famous person worldwide. I mean, he's famous all over the world. If he, if oh, he was right. walking down the street in China, he'd be mobbed. Uh, whereas well, you he mustn't would, do that. You would probably be... <laughs> <laughs> you would probably be okay, I think, uh, if you walked down the street. I think people would be interested in you if you were in China. Well, what about if I was in Holland? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did an Omo advert sometime in the mid-90s <laughs> that was only shown in Holland. And as a result... 
I got sex from that advert. <laughs> Someone recognised me in the street, a Dutch girl, and I had sex. Thanks, Omo. <laughs> I'm an homosexual. <laughs> we did. Uh, we did mention it because we did. Uh, I didn't mention that story. She was quite a young lady. Yeah, she was really young. 14 yeah. or something. 10. Sorry, it's like, that's all right. It's all right in Holland. That's all right. It's a, different, it's a different culture. You can't judge a different culture. They have. I will point out for the people at home, she was older. She was over the age of legal consent in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Almost certainly. Probably didn't ask. But she, you know, she wouldn't be walking around in London around. You're going to mime having sex with her? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> Be careful out there. If anyone girl. wants to spit at me. <laughs> He's once had sex and he hasn't stopped talking about it ever since. I've had sex She's with a girl. Lovely. Did you feel, but didn't you feel you were betraying? I mean, A, you know, nope. you'd done an advert. Yeah. So that's kind of against the Stuart Lee rules of being I, a comedian. I stand up there. Okay. No. Oh, well, that's nothing. Right. That's I was right. just a very handsome man <laughs> on, on television. What did you do in the Omo advert? I spilt spaghetti on my T-shirt. <laughs> just like in real life. <laughs> that is, a lot of girls find that kind of stuff sexy. Really lovely. <laughs> they do. That's what we did all night. She was constantly throwing balls of spaghetti at me. I once nearly got off with a girl. Who, Brilliant uh, story. Um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, met her, I met her at a comedy gig. And she was she was pretty drunk. She was a bit yeah, too drunk, really. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and we were, she couldn't uh, find where she lived, and it was quite nearby. I, we were, I was going to walk back home because she was trying to. Uh, yeah. And she was a nice looking girl, but yeah. all the time I was walking back, she's going, "I can't believe I'm with you. I can't believe you." And then she's going, "Fistful of fun, fistful of fun, fistful of fun," <laughs> which isn't the name of the pro- isn't, isn't even the name of the program. It isn't actually the name. And I was still going. No, it's, it's still all right. I can see she's drunk. She's drunk. She doesn't really know who I am. Uh, and then I actually just and I was pretty drunk as well. But the, like we got to a door, and actually I was, it was I was cowardly because the reason was she got to the door, she'd lost her keys to her own flat. It was very, it was all a bit suspicious. Uh, and then uh, she rang the doorbell, and this bloke went, "What the fuck do you want?" She said, "I've got my keys." You fucking stupid bitch. Uh, I thought I don't really want to go into that flat. <laughs> so it was that it was at that moment that I suddenly so the higher moral ground went. I can't. Have sex with this drunk young right. woman who is just interested in me because I was on yeah. TV, even though she is mistakenly not quite understanding the program I was on. Yeah. So I think I come out of the story pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I walked away. I was on for a death. I was on for. Yeah. Unlike you, I, I walked yeah. away from. You it. walked away from what is clearly a domestic <laughs> violence situation. Yeah. What a hero! <laughs> and she was like right in the same town, so she's living in the, you know like living in Soho. So she was like right. it was kind of something odd. Go. I mean, like not that odd. I'm not saying. She was a prostitute. Uh, I am, <laughs> suddenly kind I am of came to my mind. That. But uh, I think it's sort of odd that she was kind of a youngish woman living in a quite nice flat in town. So I think I've managed to escape from something. But if you're listening, darling, <sighs> <laughs> missed opportunities. You only yeah. regret the things you didn't do, fellas. That's what I'd say to you. So if you get that chance to essentially go and take advantage of a drunk woman, don't do it. <laughs> Obviously, don't do it. <laughs> What, look what's happened to Julian Assange. Yeah, that could have been yeah, me. Exactly. That could have been me. Yeah. He looks like a French monkey. That's what I like about him most of all. Yeah. He's Julian Assange. You need to, know, you need to have some uh, basic O-level French to get I, some of them. I have none. And I some bre- none. basic Latin Cambridge course. So I know what. how to say it is raining in Gaelic. That's the only... Okay. Uh, Gaelic in Irish. 
I hate that. That was so fucking anti-Irish. What I've just done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's at Vienna Fjoch. Okay. And that's the only bit of Irish that I can remember clearly. Yeah. Even though I studied it for four fucking years, Vienna <laughs> Fjoch. And we would constantly be saying to you know the priest who would teach us Irish, go, "What is that again, Father? It's Vienna Fjoch. Brilliant." <laughs> Just, you know. Because it sounds like fuck. Is that why yes! You, is that why you... <laughs> I was helping the audience. I got I know, it, but the know, audience... I, the audience, I, I actually started The audience think... had too much respect for the Irish language. Yes. So, like, they thought, if I laugh that, will that make me racist against them? <laughs> Do you not remember about the racist advert? That's what Irish people are fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> they are all racist. Um, so you gone somewhere? I am. I'm just checking. I've got to make this... We're having so much fun, I thought the time was yes. flying by. But Still it, got ten minutes to go. Yeah, it's really dry. <laughs> ten. Really <laughs> Ten long minutes. <laughs> I've used up my yeah. Doctor Who question. Yeah. I've even thrown in my ghost question. What about, um, do we not get the question, then, the Lester's question? No, don't get that. That's oh, a Lester's question. I can ask as a special occasion. I was assuming you were going to ask no, that question. Because he had something really prepared ready. No, no, but I've, I've, tr- I've been trying it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Legg, have you ever tried to suck your own cock? This morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it. Can you? Yeah. Wow. I can do it. I mean, How was it? Well, in one way, I really loved, like, you know, getting my cock sucked. Yeah. But in another way, I was sucking a man's cock, yeah, wasn't right. I? <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, that put me off, the fact that I was getting blown. Yeah. And if you can eat, if you can't eat honey, then you can't really eat your own semen, can you? <laughs> oh, I was going to spit they... it back in. <laughs> <laughs> semen are living creatures. Yeah, they are, aren't they? The potential life, six, six, 600 million potential lives, or probably about... Two million, if you're me, and you. Now we're in our forties. Quite a few dead ones, and a couple yeah. go spinning around in the just, wrong direction. Just bits of old stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than you, aren't I? Yeah, I can't believe that. I know. I still, f- I still feel like I'm, I'm, I'm young. Well, no, you don't. You don't look older than me, but I just sort of think anyone with a beard is older than me. <laughs> um, I I'm signed young. my very first autograph the other day on uh, behalf of Dave Gorman. <laughs> that was fun. It was good. Did the Lots of people think I'm Dave Gorman. It's really fucking annoying. <laughs> you do, but I often, when I'm looking at Twitter, I do think Dave Gorman's you and you're Dave Gorman, and vice versa. Well, I'm not. Which was I did say both of those. So I, I'm going to have to say I think Dave Gorman's you and you're Dave Gorman, and that Dave Gorman's you and, and that you're Dave Gorman. <laughs> that is what I just said. If, if you if you went to my parents' house. Um, if you went into their living room, there's loads and loads of photographs. They'd be really freaked out. Yeah, they? exactly. <laughs> so that, that would totally freak me out if you were my parents. But um, it's framed photographs. There's no photograph of me in their living room. None. Yeah. There's photographs of their grandkids, which obviously, you know, that's, that's fine. There are photographs of my siblings, which is fucking rude, because <laughs> uh, there's none of me. And there's a photograph, a framed photograph of a horse. <laughs> now... now I, and, and the thing is, because I said to my dad, what's with the horse? And he went, oh, me and your mum like that horse. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So, so what, you just took a photograph of a horse? Go, oh, no, 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 we bought the photograph. They've never met this horse. It's a complete stranger horse that they framed. It got fine. And on the fireplace, on the mantelpiece, there is a framed photograph of my dad and Dave Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> and when I said to my dad, what's, what's with the photograph? He went, well, it's just a photograph of me. And my favourite comedian. <laughs> Hate going home. Is that why you're trying to look like Dave Gorman more and more each yeah, year? Yeah, trying exactly. That, do you know that's always that's what I get. Nobody ever says you look like Dave Gorman. Are you trying to be Dave Gorman? 
Oh, he didn't invent the fucking beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the slightly ginger beard with the less ginger hair. That's the that's the look. You've oh, got. I've got ginger hair. You yeah, can't it's can less really ginger. Tell. So it's, it's more ginger in your beard. Downstairs, though, Richard. Yeah. My bollocks look like a pretty Mick Hucknall. <laughs> <laughs> They do. He's not he's a big fan of Mick Hucknall, didn't oh, he? Yeah. He didn't enjoy that one. Doesn't know, you don't know who Mick Hucknall is, do you? No. Uh, well, that's good. He's my favourite. <laughs> They're young men. They're young men. These references are going over the head. Well, so before you were a comedian, did you do, and before you were an actor in the Omo advert? Yes, in the Omo advert. Did you do anything? Did you do any proper jobs? Oh yeah, I used to. Uh, I used to, to work. Uh, in, well, I used to um, do admin in yeah. a morgue. Is that mm. counting, making sure there are still the same number of corpses? <laughs> yeah. I used there were no ghosts in the morgue even. <laughs> no, 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 not even wow. in the morgue. No, it's well, some, some bodies <laughs> set up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because they get, tra- I know, they get trapped there and it makes them sort of slump up a little bit. Well, they get trapped there if you bum them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they, s- then they <laughs> set up a bit, yeah. <laughs> well, that is my sexual thing, yeah. forcing air into <laughs> dead people. <laughs> Love it. A big bicycle pump <laughs> filling a dead guy full of air. Have you ever seen an actual dead body in the, in the yeah. morgue? Well, yeah, well, do you know what? There were a few there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a really unsuccessful <laughs> morgue. <laughs> we did really well. What, Very popular morgue. What was the most dead person you ever saw? <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Honestly, I saw him go to court uh, once, and it was because it was uh, well, I was underneath the courthouse, and I saw right. him. You saw Matthew Broderick. Yeah, maybe this bit is libelous. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't. I saw I saw Matthew Broderick once, <laughs> but he was alive. Yeah. Are you saying that Matthew Broderick's dead? Is that what you're saying? No, but you know, I'm not saying he's dead, <laughs> and I I don't want to talk any further about Matthew Broderick. But he's a very good actor, isn't he? Wasn't War Games fun? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have to talk to me. I'm not going to, I've got a dash shot. I'm doing so many things today, Matthew. It's uh, Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> you, you, Sorry. do you think, do you I think I am Matthew Broderick now? <laughs> I, do you tell you, tell you, I, think I think you're a Matthew Corbett. Yeah, from the right. city. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked up. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Dave Gorman. <laughs> Don't you do look a bit like Matthew Corbett from? Did like, you ever? Did you used to I have look, that from the City Show? Like you, you're fucking lost now. You're a lunatic. <laughs> you don't know who Mike McCucknell is. Matthew Corbett's lo- losing you. So, uh, <laughs> I, I look like uh, Mick Talbot from yeah. the Style Council. You do a little bit, yeah. A um, little bit. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Uh, even I like. Look, you know, people say you look a bit like, nah, 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 and you can't see it. Jesus Christ! If I watch a Style Council video, <laughs> even I go, Jesus Christ! I don't remember wearing those lycra shorts. <laughs> <laughs> It's really freaky. You know about that time I saw him. I think I no, told you go this. Go on, have you told me on this podcast? I don't, I don't think, think so. Don't they ever tell but, me again. Um, I, was, I was walking through Lewisham Shopping Centre at three in the afternoon while drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Late the Queen. <laughs> and uh, uh, I saw this little flicker out the corner of my eye and I looked around. That, what the flicker was, was it was Mick Talbot doing a double take. <laughs> he'd, he'd seen my face <laughs> and gone, What? <laughs> <laughs> And I was with my friend, and in my friend's just wait, look, you've got to go up and say something. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm drunk, but that's the greatest idea I've ever heard. In my life. And I ran up to Mick Talbot from the Style Council and went, Mick, 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 it's me, Mick. Said, you won't believe this. 
but in the future you'll build a time machine. <laughs> what did he say? He, he wrapped up things pretty quickly. Uh, my friend Andrew Mackay was quite obsessed with Doctor Who and time. We used to live together with them, the first house we lived in in, uh, in London, Acton. And he, uh, he, he was kind of convinced that time travel might be invented in our lifetime. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and so um, what he did, he said what he was going to do was come back to like the, whatever it was to say, the 22nd mm. of March 1990 mm. and not at nine o'clock and uh, knock on the door and that if it, if time travel invented he would come at that particular time yeah. uh, and he was and he said he'd make a note <laughs> he made a note in his diary and he said I'm going to move that through every diary I have to get so that I will remember to come back but then he didn't come back right. on that day so we kind of concluded that time travel wouldn't be possible in his lifetime I mean he's you know he's, he might die soon yeah. he's like in his 40s so that it might, it might be in your lifetime but then awful to die the day before time travel <laughs> was, was invented but then also um, he stopped writing in his diary right so it might still be possible because he forgot to transfer it one year oh, right. and then he forgot the time and date so we don't know what day it is so phew do you want me to go? <laughs> no, it's, it's just it's a time travel story. I just, people, I just that keeps people. A lot of Doctor Who fans out here will be excited about the uh, the notion of time travel. Yeah. Have you have you ever been involved Travelled in Doctor Who? Have you ever done anything on Doctor Who? No. Not even on the audio adventures. Because no, I, I know. Have, you, yeah, I, I know. I like that one. You were yeah. really good. I played a kind of space plumber who got my head crushed by a Dalek. Yeah. And I had to really think. Fucking what? Cyberman. I had to think. Yeah, it, it was, was a, a Cyberman. Cyber it was a Cyberman. I, I know it was a Cyberman. I you said Dalek. I know, but I'm a bit tired, and you know, I thought you were. Cool yeah, but well, you don't fucking say don't it in front of a Doctor Who fan. You get your facts <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm hallucinating ghosts. Um, it was by. I had to work out what noise I would make if I had my head crushed by a Cyberman. Yeah. And I worked out what, what, what it was. Well, I mean, I worked hard, and I don't know if I can yeah, do it yeah. now. You listen to. Ow. What's it called? The. <laughs> The Ian's of time or something it's yeah, called. It's real time, isn't it? Yeah, real time. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Stuart Lee's in he turns into a Cyberman. Yeah, he does. It's better part. Yeah. What um, the, what's my character you, called in real you, uh, in the real time? Uh, uh, oh, um, Brian Space. <laughs> <laughs> does anyone know what my character's called in Stuart the... Lee is brilliant as a Cyberman. He is. Re- um, resistance is futile. It's futile the resistance. One of us was called Renchard. I can't remember when Renchard. No, I can't, I can't remember, I can't remember how well. But anyway, it was it was kind of like I really thought about it. And it was like ah, yeah. That was so like hurt quite a lot to begin with, right? And then it, when as my brain got crushed, yeah, it kind of got you more confusing. And then, <laughs> and then my pain receptors were crushed, right? And I was still alive for a little bit, and then I was dead. That's brilliant. It was you know, got to work hard, but I've never been asked to go back and do anything else on Doctor. <laughs> That's a shame. I work with Colin Baker. I, I begged uh, those audio people to put me on. No, yeah. they won't. Why wouldn't they put you on? Because well, they know I'm shit. You're not. You'd be good at it. You love it. I, well, I keep telling them I love it, and apparently that's not enough. <laughs> but you can't do it just because you love something. <laughs> you know, that's why I wasn't in any of the last three Star Wars films <laughs> as Han Solo, and I've got the outfit. I said, look, I'm saving you a few fucking quid. <laughs> I've just uh, sniffed a bit. It's gone into the back of my throat. Yeah. I want to get off and uh, spit it out. It's just sort of hanging at the back of my right, throat. Right. I'm going to see if I can find an orangutan. Yeah. Because uh, I know you like that stuff. So we'll take this as a good, bright time to have a break. It's the correct time as well. We've got stand-up coming up. Uh, and uh, do, uh, do uh, 
plug your own show, by the way, Jarlett. Uh, we've got, uh, he's from Ireland as well. It's like an Irish Paddy O'Doherty. He's from Ireland. Yeah, and you're whereas from I'm from Northern yeah. Ireland. So it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? That's why we can't have you on stage at the same time. It's like, <laughs> will we kiss? Will we fight? You just don't know. Well, we're, I think, we're have a kiss I think fight. we've. <laughs> what the problem with Ireland is like Catholic... the problem with Ireland. No, go on, English. Well, well, I'm going to try and sort it out for you. The problem is there's loads of Catholics and some Protestants, right? In, right. Uh, which is there more of Catholics or Protestants in the whole of Ireland? It, Catholics. Yeah. Yes. What, why don't they just let all the Catholics live in the south part of the country and then put the Protestants... <laughs> then they could put the Protestants in the north. They could, and they could call that North Island or something. And then that would be it, and then you could all live together in peace and harmony. OK. <laughs> Will you please welcome our stand-up tonight? Uh, today, in fact, or this afternoon, whichever time you're listening at home. I, I've covered them all this morning. Uh, it's Charlotte Reagan. Hello there, hello there. The reason why that uh, solution to the Northern Ireland uh, problem wouldn't work is because nobody wants to live in the Republic of Ireland nowadays. <laughs> That's why the deepest recession the state has ever seen. You've probably got a whiff of what's going on. 150 billion euros in debt to the IMF, 2,000 ghost estates, 15% unemployment, and Jedward's career flourishing somehow. <laughs> It is. It's an. It's. It just pisses everybody off. It pisses me off. Everyone's been affected. I. Uh, I'm a stand-up comic. I've been affected. Uh, I have a 20-month-old son. Just before Christmas, I had to consider letting him go. It's, uh, it's an awkward conversation to have with a toddler. But uh, the, be- the, uh, the there's a baby boom on there as well at the moment. The more babies being born than ever before, which is hard to believe considering nobody has any money. So I was trying to figure out why is this happening and. It kind of occurred to me one night, I was like, oh yeah, I know. People misunderstood what the economists meant when they said, it won't be us that pays back this bailout. (laughs) It'll be our children. I I have friends dumb enough to think, I better get two of the little fuckers then if that's the case. (laughs) Um, I I have a fallback plan uh, if this doesn't work out. uh, I used to work as the IT help desk for my parents. There's a few other people have been in this role. It's not a job that you apply for. You submit a CV. They just think that you're waiting by the phone with the headset on, ready to deal with whatever bullshit queries they have about anything plugged in in the house. And in my case, it's always my dad ringing me about the video cassette recorder. He's never getting a DVD player. Sky Plus is never going to happen. It's cassettes all the way. These are 45-minute phone calls any hour of the day or night. I'm seeing my dad's name come up on the phone. I'm like, what does this prick want now? Which is a bad reaction when your dad is trying to w- ring to wish you happy birthday. So it's awkward. But just so we're clear, I'm not being a prick to my parents. I'll just give you the abridged version of what I'm dealing with on my end of the phone during one of these inane conversations. Okay, so this is the short version of what's happening on my end. Okay. Dad, 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 just listen to me for one second. Can you? Okay, and you've said that a few times. You've said that a few times a few different ways. All I want you to do is to check for me really quickly. Just check for me really quickly that it's turned on. I'm not being like anything. I'm not being like anything. I'm just saying that that has happened in the past. 
Okay, well, if it's on, all you got to do is press zero. Zero. On the TV remote control. It's the smaller of the two. (laughs) There's not a lot in it. There's not a lot in it, but it is definitely the smaller (laughs) of the two remote controls currently in our house. Zero! I'm not shouting. I'm not shouting. I don't shout at you. Zero, just press zero. There's definitely a zero on it. So it's, under, it's underneath the number eight. Go to the number eight. Go down one. That's it. I don't know why they put it there. I don't know why they put it. That's the tip of the iceberg. That is the thin end of the wedge. Right? And I realized, Edinburgh, in one beautiful moment that I have no right to get angry at my father asking me questions about modern technology. None of us do. They come from a different time, our parents. There's technology in this room that would frighten a lot of your parents. There's wireless internet in here. They have no hope of ever understanding that. Lights, four-legged chairs, all that shit. They're never <laughs> going to understand. It's true. The Ireland my father grew up in is a different place. Back then, alcohol was believed to be a cure for every common ailment, including alcoholism. <laughs> A different time. Back then, a smoothie. A smoothie. It was just somebody who was quite confident and good with the ladies. It's a different time. I realized this in one beautiful moment, Edinburgh. It was the moment my father sent me the first photo message he'd ever sent in his entire life. He'd never sent a text before. I'd never received a text from the man. So when my phone buzzed and it says, photo message from dad, my first reaction, quite rightly, was, oh, shit. My dad's phone has been stolen. There was a way, Edinburgh. What he'd sent me was the most beautiful photo message that has ever been sent in the history of the world. What he had sent me, swear to God, a photo of a whiteboard with some writing on it. <laughs> that read, haven't quite figured out how to text on this phone just yet. <laughs> Everything is going grand. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks a lot, Richard. Regan on at uh, five o'clock at the assembly rooms in. Didn't cut the, catch the last bit of it. <laughs> which one? Which assembly rooms? It's, it's the good one. The good one. Ah, uh, the good George Street. Because someone, someone actually uh, stopped me and I was coming down the new steps. That's the way I get down here because I'm cool. It's like a secret. People don't know where it is. It's like a secret, secret passage. Uh, <laughs> no one's heard of. And she said, and she said, do you know where the assembly rooms is? And I said, yeah, come with me. And I was going down the steps, and I said, which assembly rooms do you mean? Because there is like there's the assembly rooms, and there's the assembly on the mound, and there's the assembly at George Square now. And then she had to look it up, and it was the, on the mound. I took her the wrong way. True story. So um, I, I saw a secret little street off Cannon Gate today. Yeah, true. This is a real street, and it's it's also private, so you're not allowed to actually go up this tiny little street. Yeah, but it's genuine. It's genuinely true, and it's called. Galloway's entry. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> Very good. Look, we're going to do a competition where someone here can win a, a plethora of prizes. That's the exact amount of prizes I love. Uh, we can win. Uh, we've got tickets to see Martin Moore, who's going to be my guest here on Saturday. Uh, he's from around your way, isn't he? Yeah. From, no yeah, he's from, yeah, I'm he, not prejudiced against was, the Irish. I've had at least three of them on. He was from the run. family in the next room. <laughs> right, uh, and Seymour Mace, is he an Irishman? He, well, he's from Newcastle. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering I'm not prejudiced against the Irish. No, Did you think when... There was a tweet thing. I didn't see the whole thing. So perhaps I shouldn't. I'm not in a position to... People were upset with Alan Davis on Twitter. Do you see this? Because he'd said the Irish team had turned up at the last Olympics rather than this Olympics. 
He made some. It was a poor joke. Well, but they everyone, did turn up to the last. I know, Olympics. but you're saying they've just turned whatever the last one was in Beijing, right? So the, t- the Irish team have just turned up in Beijing. Well, because Irish people are stupid. Is that well, true? that's what everyone t- took him to mean, which I thought was I thought was wrong. I think he was just saying the Irish team haven't done very well in the Olympics. I thought he was saying. But everyone had a go at him for saying that. You know, I thought those Don't jokes died out in the 1970s. We were still allowed to make jokes about Irish people, right? But as long as they're factually accurate rather than... Yeah. I mean, you're not. it's not like the Irish people suddenly we mustn't make any jokes about anyone from Ireland. We just mustn't go... Uh, you know, I asked him to... And take, Irish people <laughs> are stupid. I asked him to take his pick and, he, you know... Yeah. With the shovels, those, those, those yeah, sort of jokes. That's a really good joke. Yeah, thanks. Um, really good joke. I just thought it was a bit weird that Daley Thompson said something anti-Irish, didn't he? Oh, did he? What did he say? But, um, well, I think people just taking the piss out of Ireland for not doing well at sport, which I think is part of what sport banter is about, yeah. isn't it? So when in, in the UK, if England get knocked out of the World Cup, the Scottish don't go. Oh, I feel very sorry for you about that. That's a, <laughs> that's a terrible, you know I, <laughs> terrible exactly. thing to happen. I can't, I can't really give an opinion. <laughs> I hate sport. I don't, so I don't know if they were saying something like that. Yeah. I can't really join. I in. shouldn't have brought it up. I don't know but, enough about it. Well, Northern Ireland played England in football like about eight years ago, and it was a friendly match. But some twist of fate, Northern Ireland won. Yeah. I just started doing stand up where I've been going for a few years, and every time I was introduced on stage from Northern Ireland, Michael A. Boo! The whole room would just be <laughs> booing because of this one fucking stupid football game that Northern Ireland won. And I'd have to go, hey, hey you know what? I wasn't actually playing, <laughs> although my mum and three sisters were. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're all friends now, right? We always were friends with the Northern Irish, anyway, it's the other ones we don't like, right? <laughs> Is that right? I'm very confused about it. So you can win. I'm joking. I'm making a joke. I'm a very intelligent man. I actually know something. I wrote about Gladstone and the Irish question. Mm. I know all about it. I studied it. What was the Irish question? Are the Beijing Olympics still on? (laughs) (laughs) I've got a plethora of prizes for you. Four, isn't it? I've got P. Greenboat, the Stuart Lee CD of about... It's about him and... uh, Maybe gone about crisps or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Richard Herring, what is love anyway? That's a very good DVD. Me one versus me two snooker, which I've been saying is the best. I genuinely stand by this. If you buy this DVD and don't think me one versus me two is the finest thing that has ever been committed to film, you can cut, you can come and get your money back from me. Someone he, t- tweeted to me to say, I don't think you've been picking it up enough. It's better than you've been saying. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Shuttleworth, the minor tour. I saw him the other day. He's a nice guy. And uh, Collings and Herring. Oh, yeah. The originals. Uh, yeah. Earth, Wind and Fire. You can get all these at Go Faster Stripe. I've double, got that. Who are sponsoring this podcast. And also, for second place, a stand USB computer stick. Your eyes lit up there. <laughs> Don't know who Mick Hucknall is, but hey, there might be room for 10 gigs of stuff on there. Don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> 10, mega- Ten pint, computer pints. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is make some statements that are true or false. You have to decide if they're true or false. If you get it right, you get to stay in. If you get it wrong, you have to sit down. So we need you to stand up, first of all, uh, and on your two Scottish feet. And uh, if we'll make some statements. If you think they're true, put your hands on your head. If you think they're false, put your hands on your bottom. The seat of, seat of all falsehood. Let's see who wins those amazing prizes. Uh, Natalie from Trevor and Natalie, the This Morning Richard Not Judy show that you love uh, and are very aware of. Uh, <laughs> is in the audience of today's podcast. Is that true or false? It's true. Someone's saying that. It's true. You're going to go with just a woman's voice from there? You're going to change your mind? Because I talk... I'm being, like, I'm being like Chris Tarrant, aren't I? Aren't yeah, there? you are. You're going to change your mind? I am messing with your head. What are you going to go for? True. true uh, that's... 
They're going for false. It is false. So it's lucky I tried. She was in yesterday's oh, audience. Look how sad he looked. You've made a man sad. <laughs> I don't like you this can, game at all. You can buy all those DVDs from Go Faster Strike, sir, if you, if you love them so much. Have you got another one? Uh, I've got one. I was born in Northern Ireland. True or false? True or false. Mm. It's fucking true. Have you not been listening? <laughs> Uh, on the way to the stand, as well as helping a woman down the new steps up to the mound, mm. I passed the actor Alan Armstrong in the street. Is that true or false? Well, as far as I'm concerned, it's true. I'm pretty sure it was him. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was him. Oh, I think well, it was. Yeah, and got, got, got yeah. right down. So uh, we're down to three, mate. No, four. Have you got another one? Yep. I, I have been told to fuck off by all three members of REM <laughs> on separate occasions, completely separate occasions. True or false? Well, it's it, true. It is true. So we've got a straight winner. Brilliant. Uh, I think. Has anyone else in? <laughs> Thank you very much, madam. Hope you enjoy those. I've got some spare tickets. Who's who's been good in the audience today? These this man with a hat. Do you want to go and see go and see Martin Moore tonight for free? Uh, take a friend. Uh, that's gonna, is you all together in a big group though? The lot of you. That's going to make it awkward. Uh, and I, you know, I always like you too. So there you go. That's just a little thing. Keep your sweet and sweetheart. So uh, I walked I walked past you two the other day in the street. You didn't see me. I was going into a Thai restaurant and you would. Well, you know, but you didn't you didn't say hello to me. Uh, I could have done. I will do next time. Uh, so I would like to thank my guest, Jarlett uh, Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> Regan, in fact, sorry. I knew I'd get it wrong one, one at least. Yeah. One, two, I, mean, I asked him enough times, which it was. He was really good. Yeah, he was. And really I good. prefer Southern Ireland uh, to Northern Ireland now, I've decided. All right. Is that... Is that <laughs> for real? I tell you, you, you would fucking change your mind if you went there. <laughs> I have How there. much for everything? <laughs> what? I've been to the boat. I love everyone, everywhere in the world, apart from uh, the Dutch. Don't really, don't, really, don't really care for them. I really love the Dutch. I'm ra- I'm ra- Especially <laughs> one of them. <laughs> you do. That's the only reason I don't like them. Because you have sullied one of them. <laughs> Two. Yeah. Uh, I, went out, I went out with two Dutch girls but I, but in my, uh, when I was a teenager, so I only kissed them. Yeah, I love them. Mm. Take everything else off, but keep the clogs on. That's my <laughs> motto. It's you all right. As long as we're racist about everyone, it works out okay. Yeah. So we've just got to work through a few more countries <laughs> by the end. Saying clogs isn't that yeah, racist. It is. Well, I've been quite racist about the Irish. Oh, yeah. Forgot about so that. let's start, we'll start with the Scottish. They're quite mean, aren't they? And they're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think we'll just leave it at that. I think I've got the main, the main two. Oh, the Welsh, I don't like it either. Right. But... Everyone else are okay, especially yeah, yeah. the English are brilliant. Yeah, yeah. They're brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I love those cousin fuckers. <laughs> so give it up for my guest today. He's from Angela's Assage, Michael Legg. <laughs> Good night. Bye bye. <laughs> 